With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a very special 630 edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, TalkTV.com, Anchor, and Facebook Live. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. And joining me as usual every week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business. Boy, I got a lot to talk to this guy about tonight. Ben Hunkster Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Trev. How are you? Uh, doing good. I uh, First of all, I can see you just fine. The camera looks kind of dark. That's what I was asking. I can see you just fine. I All right, the I, lighting here is a little different than normal. There's actually an extra bank of lights that are on that aren't usually on. So. Oh, okay. I can see the nice long sleeve blue shirt so, that you're wearing. Okay. So, everything's okay. So, first of all, I just want to get started off by saying congratulations goes out to Dustin Flash Waller, who is the new PAPW uh, Alley Fight Champion. Congratulations to him. It's been a long time coming and well-deserved. Yes, absolutely. Uh, posted on uh, Instagram how uh, how proud he made the uh, top rope report. So absolutely, absolutely. But basically, our main our main reason for the show tonight is to go over the draft from Friday night and Monday. And I'll tell you, people, yes. that's that's why Greg's the best in the business because he nailed last night's draft perfectly. And um, pretty much, perfectly. They made it a couple wrong, but. Yeah, I mean, you and I. I mean, we're gonna go over. We're gonna go over the people that uh, went into the switch brands, and you know what we thought about the women's battle royal and the winner of the women's battle royal. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But uh, what did you think of the draft? I liked it. Um, I know it was a, a massive ratings boost for both SmackDown and Raw. Um, SmackDown did. Yeah, it was up like eight percent from the week before. They did like two point two million viewers. Um, where Raw last night, the early viewership numbers are in, which are usually a little bit low ball, um, was one point nine million, up from one point six million the, the the week before. So tremendous um, ratings boost. Um, people like like the draft, and you know that they. they they did it the, the, the best way that they possibly could, and it was, it was perfect this year. Yes, and what I thought was interesting about the draft and who got drafted to the different brands is I'm looking forward to seeing some new matchups. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, like, you know, maybe a AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre and, and The Fiend and McIntyre or, um, you know, going over to SmackDown with... Uh, you know, Bianca Belair joining SmackDown roster and her going against Bailey or her going against Sasha. I'm looking forward to the new uh, the new matches. We're looking forward to seeing. Yeah, and that, that's the 
that's that's the reason for the draft is to shake up the roster so you can get some new feuds. Um, you know, we'll, some of the feuds will will stay the same. Um, obviously, with Rollins, both Mysterios and Murphy all going to SmackDown, that's a feud that that probably won't end. Um, Alistair Black, Kevin Owens, both going to SmackDown. That's a feud that can carry over. Yep. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's definitely the reason they do it is for the viewers and to shake up the rosters to get new feuds and content going forward. Absolutely. And I was thinking about that earlier today, and it's like, you know, there's going to be some really good, you know, especially now with um, Hell in a Cell only two weeks away. Got some really, got some really, less than two weeks. Yeah, I got some really good matches coming up. But uh, yeah, so let's well, we go. They only have three matches right now. The same, you know. We knew, we knew two of them, and then we knew the third one was going to happen. It wasn't a matter of if; it was just a matter of when. Right. Um, and so now it's time to build the card around it. Yep. Those matches. But let's go over some of the the wrestlers switching sides. So to speak. Um, uh, you want? Where do you you want to start first? Where do you want to start? Well, I, I don't know. I don't have them listed by who switched sides. I just have everything in the order of the draft. Okay. I mean, I've got. Uh, so, I mean, I've got. Um, all right. Well, we both pick Styles and Raw going to Styles going to Raw. You and I both well, picked up. Talk about our picks. You don't want to talk about the entire draft? Oh, yeah. Well, well, we can talk about the entire draft, but then we can, you know, talk about our picks as well. I mean, I don't know what you want to talk about first because you never tell me. You just. uh, Well, let's talk about the let's talk about the entire draft first. I mean, I thought it was it was run a lot better than it was last year. I mean, yeah, they didn't have those stupid boardroom vignettes this year like they had last year. That was just stupid. Right. They did make it clear that USA and Fox executives were involved in some way, some way, shape, or form, but they didn't do that whole stupid, you know, locker room thing. Right. Um, the only way that would have worked is if they had somebody <laughs> bring out an envelope every pick. When you get a card and they announce all five picks on the card, you, you can't be surprised and excited that the third pick in that round was, you know, El right. Torito. Right. Yep. Yep. Here he goes again, moving all around. Well, trying to get my phone situated in the right position here. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand that. One thing that really surprised me was. Did you expect them to switch tag team title belts like that? Well, I mean, what else were they going to do? I mean, they were both champions. What were they? I mean, I would have rather seen them combine the title into one title, which I've been saying for quite a while now. Right. Um, but you know, for you know, shits and giggles, they just decided to just have them swap titles, and now. The Street Profits can claim that they're a Triple Crown Tag Team Champion um, because they held the NXT titles, the Raw titles, and now by default they own the SmackDown Tag Titles. Right. Absolutely. And I noticed that um, 
I don't know if you caught it, but uh, I think it was either Corey Graves said something about it the other night when Big E uh, didn't get uh, didn't stick with the New Day and he got drafted uh, individually. How Corey Graves said he's leaving the eight-time tag team champions, but when they made the announcement about the New Day, they called him the seven-time tag team champions. Yeah, I, I caught that, and it was like, well, wait a minute. You know, is it eight or is it seven? I mean, I'm kind of glad that – I mean, did I want to see the New Day win the tag team titles? Yes and no. I mean, yes, because Xavier Woods never really held the tag team championship. It was always Kofi and Big E. And he was outside no, with – he the, wrestled. Yeah, but he wrestled. Yeah, but, but the majority of the tag team championship was held by Kofi and Big E. He was always outside the ring with the trumpet. So okay, I no okay. If, if you're gonna nitpick that big of a deal, um, no okay. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, part I, of the tag team. That's that's. Uh, like saying any other tag team, you know, one of the performers um, is in the ring more often than the other, so they didn't deserve to be part of the tag team champions. You know, Shannon Baszler gets all the uh, the pinfalls or submissions, so that means, yeah, screw it, Nia Jax doesn't count. No, so, no, Nia, it, it counts, but it's just that it's nice to see him. It's yeah. nice to see him with the belt. I mean, all of New Day was tag team champions. But when right. did but when did you ever see the New Day defend the tag team title with Xavier Plenty Woods? Of Plenty of times. You just you your memory shot you. There were plenty of times Xavier Woods. It was more often Biggie and Kofi, but there were many times Xavier Woods was in there. Mm, okay. I don't I you know, maybe you're right. Maybe my mind is shot, but I don't. Rec I can't recall five times that the New Day defended the tag team championship with either Kofi and Big E, or I mean, with Kofi and Xavier Woods or Big E and Xavier Woods. Every time I saw them defend. Well, you don't watch the weekly shows a lot. You you just you you know most of the shows you watch were just pay per views. More often than not, on the pay-per-views, it was Big E and Kobe. But there were many times Xavier would wrestle. Okay. All right. But, uh, yeah, I thought um, I thought WWE did a tremendous job on the draft. Stephanie was, you know, got to the picks and got right to the point. And, you know, we knew Drew and Roman were going to be the first two picks on their, their first picks on their respective brands. And um, it's just, you know, oh, I, I really can't really can't say much more about it. It was just a well-run draft, and I was really pleased at the guys that went where they went because now it's going to be even more interesting to see new matchups. Oh, but let me ask you a question. Even though she's, um, she's not wrestling now, now this is where we can probably get into the nitpicking part, but even though she's not wrestling – and she's out on maternity leave. Why didn't Becky Lynch get drafted? Charlotte? Uh, same reason Ivar, same reason Ivar didn't get drafted. Same reason Jimmy Uso didn't get drafted. Um, if you are 
legitimately injured, they none of them were drafted. Charlotte's legitimately um, injured. No, she's not. She's just she just she had a breast augmentation fixed um, three months ago. She's not legitimately injured. There's nothing wrong with her. She's just taking time away. Um, well, then I was missing. So the following people are following. Well, yeah, Mike, it's a storyline that she's hurt. Well, no, I'm just saying I was. Then they're not going to say, "Okay, Charlotte's taking time off because she needs to get a boot fixed." Well, I was I was told, and I was reading one of the websites that they were saying the injury Charlotte was going through could have kept her out of wrestling for almost a year. No, like I said, once again, that's a storyline, so people don't, you know, she was taking time away. She was possibly getting into a couple different. Um, you know, she had a couple TV slash movie projects that she was looking into. She had wrestled on all three brands for many, many months. She was carrying the women's issue for quite a while and just decided, hey, you know what? I need to sit back and refuel my coils. You know, that that's it. I mean, part of the reason for taking that time off was, you know, a few years ago, she had breast implants. Um, she then had one burst and had the had a temporary fix to it uh, because she was in the middle of a major storyline. And then she decided, you know what, listen, now's a good time. I can take time off. I can really go in, get the surgery done, get it fixed, heal properly, and be on with it. Okay. You said you had a list of... Of the people that are under contract with the WWE that were not in the draft. Um, that's obviously, we just said Becky Lynch, Jimmy Uso, Ivar, um, Sonya Deville, Edge, Jinder Mahal, Samoa Joe, Mojo Rawley, The Forgotten Sons, Bo Dallas, Big Show, Ronda Rousey, The Undertaker, John Cena, Goldberg. Those are the list of people that are currently under WWE rosters or contracts that weren't drafted at all. Okay. And then right now there's only two people that have not been selected or assigned um, a, uh, a brand, and that's Andrade and Mickey James. Everybody else has been signed or drafted um, to a brand. Okay. All right. So with that being said, let's check out some of our picks. Let's let the people out there know who we picked and where we thought they were going to go. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. Before we start that, before we go into that, let me let me talk to you about um, Monday Night Raw. I did see bits and pieces of... Monday Night Raw, I did see the triple threat match with AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Seth Rollins, which I thought was a good match. I was surprised to see Elias. But um, what what did I miss in the end of the battle royal with the women? Did Lana get thrown out through the middle rope? Yes, she went out of the ring earlier in the match. And once again, Nia Jax... Samoa dropped her onto the announce table. I think it's like 73 straight weeks that that's happened to the poor lady. <laughs> um, and she just, you know, was recovering outside of the ring. And then, you know, came down to Natalia and Lacey Evans. 
Um, Natalia eventually threw Lacey Evans off. They're both on the outside of the ropes, but on the apron. Um, Natalia eventually got Lacey Evans to fall down out of the floor, and then Lana popped up. Um, and, and it was one of those things where, you know, you knew it. You could tell um, that something was going to happen because, A, as soon as Lacey Evans went down, the bell never rang. Right. The referee was standing there, like just standing there waiting. And then, you know, maybe 10, 15, maybe 10 seconds later, um, Lana came up and, and pushed Natalia down onto the floor, and then the bell rang. Um, so will Lana be ready for Oscar? Well, come on. <laughs> I mean, she's now, she's now the number one contender. I know. Um, That's pretty frightening. But uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to get your pick on uh, your take on that for a bit before we go over some of our picks. Um, One thing I will say, um, if we're talking about Raw, was it was definitely one of the better Monday Night Raws in a while. Um, I think they had three, at least, at the very worst, a high B plus, like a B plus plus to eight matches, um, which you never, you very, very rarely see on Raw. All right. Um, and then then the segment with Andrade and Zelina Vega after Andrade lost to Angel Garza, I'm not sure if that's part of the thing you saw. Mm-hmm. I saw the double, right. I, I saw the, the double sister Abigail and. Right. Yep. The way that they came in, came back, the, the, everything was red and Alexa Bliss was doing the, you know, backwards head tilted over, and then the fiend showed up. I'm telling you, I couldn't be more happier. The only way I could be happier is if Daniel Bryan was the fiend. Yeah. <laughs> with, it, with the way they've aligned these two together and the way that they've done this, yep. WWE did it right. Absolutely. Kudos to the WWE for getting something right. So, yes. All right. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's go over some of the – the draft picks here. Um, let's see. I picked uh, I picked Kevin Owens to SmackDown, and I guess I kind of missed the boat on that one. So, Why? Oh, he did go to SmackDown. Oh, he did go to SmackDown. Yes. Oh, I better cross that off. I I had him going down to Raw. Okay. Oh no, I got that one right. Okay. All righty. Yeah. Alistair Black, which was a pick that I made. Yes, it was. Alistair Black was that definitely that pick he made. Now Garza went to SmackDown. No, nope. Garza stayed on Raw. Oh, that's right. I got it crossed out. I'm looking at the wrong ones here. Garza stayed on Raw. Okay, that's right. Yep. So that was uh I guess that was okay for him. He's really not going anywhere. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with him still on Raw. He'll be, uh, you know, a, a mid-card. I mean, you have to have, you know, your your champions and your stars that you're pushing wrestle somebody. Right. You know, maybe that's a slot that he'll fill in. I mean, not that he's going to be the next, you know, Zack Ryder or Mojo Rawley. Right. Um, but – you have to have guys that, that, you know, he'll win occasionally like he did last night. He beat Andrade. Yep. Um, so he'll win occasionally. 
Um, but what's again, you throw him in the ring with a Jeff Hardy, you throw him in the ring, um, you know, with another guy, you know, around that, you know, not somebody that's, you know, feuding, like you're not going to put him in the ring again, you know, against Drew McIntyre right now. Right. But uh, against somebody else, definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, one of the other ones that we had correctly, both of us, was Braun Strowman going to Raw. Which I'm, yep. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what uh, what they've got lined up for him. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't have it written down here. Did you pick Daba Kato going to Raw? No, I didn't pick anybody from the underground. Oh, okay. Where. I thought I might have. I thought I might have um, heard that. Okay. No. But, but like I said, you did get Bliss going to Raw. You did get that. You got the fiend. I got the fiend and Alexa Bliss going to Raw. I got Apollo Cruz right going to SmackDown. Cruz, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I had um I had Dominic and Ray going to SmackDown, then crossed it out. Well then that doesn't count. Right. I had Lana going to SmackDown. She didn't go. We're we're not we're not doing this by Matt Culver rules. I right. Mean, I had, I have, and I will show you. I mean, I had, you know, Kevin Owens written right up here and crossed out. I had um, Naomi and Lacey Evans down here, but didn't, didn't, you know, didn't do it. So, yep. you know, That's, but I'm not mentioning any of those. Yep. My picks were my picks. Yep. I had, um, I did have late. You're just trying to make it seem like you did a lot better than you did when you know you got crushed by the Nuxter. Yeah, absolutely. Plain and simple. I, I had Lacey Evans going to Raw. We, yep. Like I said, we both had Styles. We both had Strowman. Um, I had Bianca Belair going to SmackDown. But one thing that yep. I had, I was thinking about was after the New Day went to, went to Raw, I was saying earlier, I said, now, they're obviously not going to have two tag team champions on Raw. So, obviously, when the New Day got drafted to Raw, the Street Profits were going to go to SmackDown. And I think right. I think once Bianca Belair was drafted to SmackDown, that made it a lot easier to send the Street Profits over there. I See, I don't – I mean, I don't buy that much into that stuff. Um, and my example is Jey Uso stayed on SmackDown. Therefore, more than likely, when Jimmy Uso is ready to wrestle, he's going to be on SmackDown. But they sent Naomi to the Raw. Where did they send Naomi? The Raw. Raw right. Yep. Alistair Black <laughs> went from Raw to SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Where did Zelina Vega end up? SmackDown. No, she went Not to Raw. Zelina Vega went Did to Raw. She? Did she? I don't know. Hold on. No, she did go to SmackDown. Okay, I thought somebody That's right, because I had it. Here, I had it here. You had it as Nugster Vega to SmackDown. I have it written down here. No, no, no. I'm saying on here. Okay. On the overall list of everything, I thought I, I read that she was. I was looking at the whatever. Yep. 
I was looking at the list. I didn't see Raw on top. I thought I was looking at the Raw list, but I was looking at the SmackDown list because I was like, wait a minute, where did all these people come from? <laughs> okay. On a scale of one to ten, how surprised were you Seth Rollins went to SmackDown? Not at all. I wasn't surprised at all. What else is there for him to do on Raw? And that's the reason why some of these, you know, I, I picked. Um, that's one of the reasons why I thought Daniel Bryan was going to go to Raw. Um, what else is there? Who else can they put Seth Rollins against on Monday Night Raw? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yep, but I think they could have uh, possibly kept him on Raw and then drafted the other guys, you know, like The Fiend and Strowman and uh, and Styles and made programs with those guys against Seth Rollins. But then, all right, it's like a good analogy basically is like saying, okay, you know what? Um, well, I don't know, because they're the same company. Um, but you, you can't move. It, well, the Street Profits and New Day. You know, you can't leave two champions on one brand. It has to be a different champion each brand. Let's just switch the belts. Right. You know, you, you, you lose... Um, Miz and Morrison, but you gain Ziggler and Rude. I mean, if you leave Rollins there, you can't move AJ Styles. You know, if you leave Lars Sullivan on, on Raw, you can't move Braun Strowman over there, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you kind of still have to keep things, you know, on an even playing field. Right. You can't heavy hit one roster and leave the other roster with you know, maybe two heavy hitters and then a, a bunch of bench players. Right. Mm. Okay, I can see that. Now, with both of them being heels, I really don't. I, I mean, I'm still waiting for. I'm I'm waiting for the the Seth Rollins Roman Reigns matchup eventually, if it happens. If Seth Rollins does go face or or whichever, um, I is that a match? pay-per-view worthy right now with the the way the two careers have, have gone in the past? I mean, yes, but I, I need a story to build it back up, though. You can't just throw, them, throw the two of them in a, you know, into a campaign um, with, without a little bit of a story being built. Um, <clears throat> I, I honestly, I honestly don't think... Um, well, I, I, like I said, I honestly think that after um, Hell in a Cell, the pay-per-view after that is Survivor Series. So I think the Tribal Chief um, will still be the Tribal Chief. Um, and I think they'll be focusing on who's the better champion in McIntyre Reigns for Survivor Series. Then after that, We'll have to see where it goes, but I, I'm not going to be surprised if this whole tribal chief thing leads to a Roman Reigns um, versus The Rock at WrestleMania. Okay. 
I I don't know how I I don't know how I feel about that match. If I can get behind it, if I can if I can get all excited to see it, and you know, I mean, The Rock is still an active member of the roster. He's a bona fide WWE Hall of Famer, bar none. But it's been a long time since he's been in the ring. I mean, I know he's still training. He looks in great shape. He can probably go 30, 40, 45 minutes with the best of them, but it's still been a long time since he's been in the ring. WrestleMania would be a good a good time for him to, you know, set his goals and say, okay, I'm going to start training for WrestleMania because we, we all know that they plan these things months in advance. And if they never, if they did have that for WrestleMania, physically in shape, he will be ready to go. I'm sure there'll still be some ring rust. I'll talk about the ring rust and everything else. But that would definitely be a, a match that I could probably get behind as Wrestle if they announce it and WrestleMania gets really close. But way back the day when it was the Rock versus Hulk Hogan you can kind of say it was the same situation. Rock was the younger up and coming superstar of WWE and he took on the icon Hulk Hogan. Physically, comparably speaking, the two of them, there was no comparison. Okay, Hulk Hogan still had his 118 inch pythons, um, but physically, as far as keeping up with the Rock, you knew there was no way but they built up a nice storyline. They made it look yep. like a competitive match. Yep. They could do the exact same thing with Reigns and The Rock. Absolutely. I, I definitely see that see that happening. Um, another uh, surprise pick for me was Nikki Cross. Yes, I, I didn't. That, that one did take me by surprise. I mean, Nikki, I, if, I, if my calculation serves me correctly, I believe she was drafted to Raw. Yes. Okay. Um, That's why I'm surprised traffic. Yep. Uh, another one, too, is Otis and Tucker. I mean, is Heavy Machinery no more? Or? Yeah. Tucker's on Raw, Otis yep. and Stone SmackDown. I mean, they, there, was just, there was just a tag team that when they, you know, they were together in NXT, uh, they bought them up together, and they just did absolutely nothing with them. I mean, we really didn't see him very much in tag team matches um, right. in the last couple of months. Then Otis wins Money in the Bank, and you rarely saw Tucker in the ring at all. So maybe it was a blessing that they split them up as a tag team to let them go on their own way. But I was surprised they, yeah. didn't, they didn't put Tucker on – they didn't put Otis on Raw to continue to sing with Mandy Rose. I, I don't I think because I, I don't know um, they obviously they're gonna have to ditch the whole well I shouldn't say obviously because you never know with WWE but what what they did do is they've had albeit stupid recently two storylines with Otis the first one was with Manny Rose um, that once again, they ended by moving Mandy Rose to Raw. And um, the other one that they ruined was that they that looks like they could have ended is with the feud over the briefcase with the Miz and Morrison. Yep. 
So what are you, what are they? I mean, so obviously he's not cashing it in on a tag team. Um, do we see Hell in a Cell where after the, the match is over, um, Otis gets into the cell and, and attacks um, Roman Reigns and, and, you know, Jey Uso saves Roman Reigns and bows down to the tribal chief? I Something stupid like that? I, I don't know. Um, what I, but, what I know, see happening, what I think... Gotta do something with him in his briefcase. Right. What I what I think is gonna happen is remember some time ago when they had a match for the briefcase. I believe it was John Cena versus somebody, I can't remember who it was. But the money in the bank briefcase winner put his briefcase on the line in a match and lost. And that, that person then became the briefcase holder. I think that's what they right. need to do now because Otis, I mean, if he cashes it in against Roman, he's not going to win. I mean, there's... Why not? No, nah, I, don't, I don't see it happening. I mean, there's going to be... After, after a long battle of a match at Survivor Series against Drew McIntyre where they both lay each other out for, for 35 minutes and Roman Reigns has gotten beat up, maybe he still wins, who knows? Uh, but maybe after the match is over, he gets a Claymore from Drew McIntyre, then another Claymore from Drew McIntyre. Otis comes down, gives him the Caterpillar, and, and pins him. I, I don't see it happening. Neither do I, but well, still, I'm just yeah. saying. You know? I mean, it's bad enough that Jey Uso is going to get annihilated um, in the Hell in the Cell. Now, getting keeping on the subject of Hell in the Cell for a minute, I wonder what the consequences are going to be. Should be no, no, probably that if he makes him quit, he has to bow down and, and acknowledge that he is the tribal chief. It's probably going to be something along that line. Okay. Because I That's was, what I think. I was thinking about that, and it's like, I wonder what it could be. Because there have been rumors circulating that... Um, Roman Reigns wants to start a Samoan factor, a Samoan faction in well, right. WWE. So, you know, it could be him and and his cousins as a, a get together. You know, we don't know the status of Samoa Joe. We don't know if he's going to come back or not. And But, I mean, it's just. And right now, Samoa Joe has, he has no affiliation with the brand. Right. He's, he's just, you know, the third member of the Raw announced team. So. Mm -hmm. And one other thing I want to talk to you about, too, is now Retribution on Raw. They, well, they were signed to Raw. That's why that was, that, that was no surprise at all. Oh, because I, I mean, I was, I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, okay, Retribution's on Raw. Everybody, you know, we knew the Hurt Business stayed on Raw. Um, the, and, they almost, and they almost had a new member of the Hurt Business last night. I know. I saw that thing with Ricochet. Yeah. I saw pull, pull the old Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. And I also saw yeah. the I also saw the look on his face when they confronted him in the back in the back before the match. Ricochet. He had that look on his face like, mm, okay, as if to say, you oh, know. No. He, 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 no, no, no. You, you didn't watch the whole show. 
He made the challenge to the herb business. The herb business was backstage talking, and he approached them, basically saying, "Listen, I." And he said, "I, you know, there's no. This is before Apollo Cruz was announced that he was going to be drafted to SmackDown. So like, I don't know what's going to happen after tonight. Apollo could be drafted to SmackDown." He said, "So you know, I, I want to take on any any of you four." He said in a match, and if I win, it's squashed right now. That's it. It's done. But if you win, I join the Hurt Business. And that's when Cedric Alexander got all happy looking, high, high-eyed and said, okay. And that's why he took on Cedric Alexander. Oh, okay. He wasn't nervous. He wasn't scared in any way, shape, or form. He laid down the challenge. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, I haven't seen Raw yet. I'll watch it after we're done here tonight. And uh, But I see the 77-time um, 24-7 champion. 42 times. Oh, 42 times. Okay. I yeah. guess, I guess yeah, he has it. was a graphic. It was a graphic because I actually, I actually watched Raw Talk last night after Raw went off the air. Um, and I, I, I love our truth He's just, he's, you know, he, they were talking about the, the supplemental draft picks um, when they announced that uh, Lana was going to Raw, then Natalya to SmackDown, then Riddick Moss to Raw, then the Riot Squad to SmackDown. And Arturo Ruas um, to Raw, um, and then a couple seconds later, Arturo's like, "Well, wait a minute. I just got. They just told me one more draft pick." And Charlie's like, "Who's that?" He says, "You. You got drafted." She's like, "I got drafted." He's like, "Yeah, you got drafted to a uh, NXT UK." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that. That's gonna be pretty tough for you to, to get. Get from from UK to uh to Monday Night Raw every Monday. How are you gonna you know? And just he just you know right. He, he's a you know impromptu good you know off the hip you know funny. Plus he brings you get a plus you he get a fall asleep during it. So dude, that was a big yawn. Plus he brings yeah, uh. Plus he he brings something different to the programs as well. Yes. You know, I I noticed the other I noticed uh, the other night when he was doing a promo, he had little Jimmy again. We haven't seen yeah. we haven't yeah. seen little Jimmy around in a while. Right. Well, I I've, I've never seen little Jimmy, so I don't know. Well, nobody's seen little Jimmy, but we haven't heard him mention little Jimmy in a while. Yeah. But I mean, so get back to a raw real quick. As I told you, it had it was one of the better raws. A lot of good matches. Um. There are two specific parts that I probably could have done without. Um, one was the women's tag match with uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke taking on um, Lana and Natalia. You know, they, they had a lot of momentum going, and, and then that happened. Um, but the other thing is, and, it, and it's, it's really sad um, to say because they're, the two guys are actually – rather good they're good in the ring but they're usually good with the mics but it's time for this Miz and John Morrison Miz TV things to just stop because they're getting worse and worse week by week um you know that Miz is one of those people that can that can typically carry a segment on the mic but it's been a massive train wreck um doing the Miz TV segments the last few weeks that they've done them. They, they've just got to end it. 
it stopped. Right. I, I, I mean, I agree. John Morrison is, is, is horrible on the mic. Like you said, Miz can carry the whole thing himself, and it's just... But it's not just that. It's the interaction, like last night's guests were Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. So now there's four people in the ring all trying to talk, and only one of them can put on a good promo. The other three are horrible. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's, you know, the, the whole Miz segments with, with Otis and stuff like that. It just, it's not working anymore. Nope. And... And it's amazing you mentioned that because I was just going to ask you that question. I only saw him the for the first time last night because it's obviously, I think, the first time that they've teamed together. But what do you think of that team, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose? I mean, well, could... they've teamed together a couple times. Oh, well, that's so for... they're actually listed. They're actually listed as a female tag team because um, in the little draft report that I have here, you know, it says. You know, the women that went to, you know, the women roster that are now on Raw. And then it says, you know, it has the men's, then the women's, then the men's tag teams, then the women tag teams. And they're actually listed as a female tag team. Um, technically, right now, they have three women's tag teams listed on the roster. Okay. And that Nia Jackson. Yep. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, yep. the Riot Squad, and then Mandy Rose and uh, Dana Brooke. And that's the whole roster, right? Well, that's what they list after the draft. They well, have you... a list of, of... Right, but you said that the Riot Squad went to SmackDown. Right. On the roster for the WWE. That's what I said, the whole roster. Have... Yeah. Okay. Just. Uh, yes. Okay. So three three tag teams. That's it. Yes. Hmm. So we're gonna see a lot of matches, I guess, between <laughs> between each other, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you know that they broke up the iconics. Mm -hmm. Um. They no longer have Sasha and Bailey together. Yep. Um. They even broke up Natalia and Lana. I mean. You know, I mean, so yep. that was half the tag team division is gone right. in the course of a month. I know, so that's probably going to make uh, Nia and Shayna, you know, champions for quite a while because I really don't see them doing much as far as tag team wrestling with them right now. You know, maybe right. somewhere down the line they so, might throw something together. So when you look at the eight women on Raw, um, that aren't listed in the tag team. You have obviously Oscar, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, and Lana. Do you see any reasonable looking tag team out of those eight? No. Okay. Nope. So then the women that they list on SmackDown are Bailey, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Natalia, Billy Kay, Tamina, and Zelina Vega. Okay, I can. I can see. I can see possibly Bianca Belair and Carmella as a team. Not even that. No. No, that's two two different class. Um. 
um, people in, in general. I, I don't see that working. What about Tamina? Um, what about Tamina and Selena Vega? Two that I. Tamina what? Tamina and Selena Vega. I think Tamina. I think the perfect tag team partner for Tamina would be her living room sofa. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, and you should know this by now. I just think she's, I don't know. I, I anyways, um, the only of them, maybe, maybe because she's still, you know, pretty dolled up person, maybe Carmella with Billy Kay. Um, you know, that conceited, I'm a beauty, you know, the iconic versus the, uh, with the untouchable. Yep. But the only two that I would like to see together that are now at SmackDown, that I think could be um, a tag team to reckon with, would be Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Okay. I can definitely, I can definitely uh, see that. That would definitely make for a very good tag team. So this is where you have to start bringing up some of this overabundance of talented women they have in NXT. You have to. I mean, especially with Ember Moon coming back in an NXT and Tony Storm coming back and being in NXT. You've got a large roster. You could bring up, you know, uh, some some you know tag teams that they have. In, in the women's NXT division. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. If NXT was involved in this draft, what three people would you have liked to seen get drafted? Uh, whether it's whether it's men or women, or just men or just women, or, or what? Well, I, I like just women. I don't like men oh. and women. Um, let's see. Um, I, if you have three that you're thinking of right off the top of your head, because I've got to go through the roster in my head, um, go for it. But um, I would say Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Candice LeRae. Would be those would be the three that I think, you know, mainstays in NXT for a long time. Gargano. I, I'd, I'd bring up Rhea Ripley before I brought up Candice LeRae. Um, but I mean, because I, I wouldn't bring up Johnny Gargano without Candice LeRae and vice versa. So, and I'm, see, I'm not as big on Adam Cole um, as everybody else is. Um, uh, see, this is a tough question. Um, I'd say, let's go with. Let's go with Rhea Ripley. Um, 
Let's go with Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Okay. Where would you send them? Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, I guess Knox and Dakota Kai to Raw, Rhea Ripley to SmackDown. Okay. Alrighty. Because um, I, I think we have, and I think that's part of the thing with the men coming up that kind of get lost in the shuffle. We have a huge men's roster. I mean, they have, not including the tag teams, they have a list of 37 men between Raw and SmackDown. And that doesn't include the tag teams where you had another. Another 22 wrestlers. So, I mean, that's almost, that's 59 male wrestlers. You know, if you include the tag teams, you have 20 females. Yeah. So, that's, you know, the huge problem. We said we were so excited about the draft because we get to see new rivalries. Well, you know what? You, you gotta, you know what? Granted, it's going to be a great match, or should be a great match, you know, Sasha Bailey, but how many times are we going to have to see Sasha Bailey? Right. You know, before we get something else interesting for either one of them. And even if NXT had sent up five from the men's side and five from the women's side, they're still not losing anything because they have, a huge, like you said, a huge roster. Well, what do you mean? Who has a huge roster? NXT. Isn't well, that isn't no, that what you were just talking about? No, I, no, no, not at all. I was just telling you that the reason why there's not a lot of men that I would bring up was because of how many men are on the main roster. Oh, the, okay, the main roster. Okay, I didn't hear. The, it must have. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, you don't listen. No, it um, must have jumped because it. You're. It's a delay. Sometimes. When I'm seeing you, you're talking, I'm hearing you, and then like two, three seconds later, and then your mouth starts to move. It's like a Japanese science fiction movie. This way, now you can't see my mouth move so, you know, <laughs> when I'm talking. Is that better? Oh, it looks like I can be a member of Retribution. No. Or what if that was ninjas? Yeah. Um. But no, I think that's why, and, and I don't, I mean, personally, I don't think NXT has that big of a roster. I mean, yeah, they have a lot of wrestlers, but I think they only have, if you want to say, 10 top guys on the roster, um, maybe 12. And then NXT, honestly, their women are probably, you know, 8 to 10 women that are on a high level in the roster. Okay. Then when I... They have a more even balance in NXT between men and women as far as wrestlers than the main roster. Right. When I got your reports and you were giving me the lowdown on who was getting drafted where, and then I got Charlotte to Raw, it was like, well, okay, Charlotte Asuka again, possibly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 
you know. But that, that's other thing is look at the depth of the roster. We had Zelina Vega against Asuka, prominently placed, one on a pay-per-view and one on a Monday Night Raw, and now the number one contender for the Raw women's title is Lana. Is Lana. Yep. Came down to Lana as the new number one contender. They just don't know what to do. Yep. You know, I really was, I was really hoping it was going to be Lacey Evans. So was I, and that's one, and that's what I, the next point I was going to bring up. For some, I don't know what the WWE wants to do with her. I really don't think she's that bad of a wrestler. She's gotten a lot. She's gotten a lot better on the mic. I think it's character identity. Okay, they 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 started off bad with her. They you can't in the United States of America. It's very tough to promote somebody that's a soldier of any kind, and right off the bat make them heal and want to be hated. Hence the name Sergeant Slaughter. They tried that. Yep. Right. Um, And the only way that they really got heat on Sergeant, started to get heat on Sergeant Slaughter is when he aligned himself with the Iron Sheet. And Mm -hmm. it still didn't work that well. Right. Um, But you, you, you know, if you wanted to do that and get praise for her military, then you bring her in as a face. You can't do it both ways. Right. So you have the pretty little, you know, Southern Belle coming, you know, coming out first, nothing music and then leaving, and then getting in the ring. And now you want to say, okay, what is this? What's up with this this wench? Oh, wait a minute. She was a soldier. Oh, wait a minute. She has a little girl. Yeah, You know, you, you, you can't. Can't. All right. So, yeah, I was just wondering because, like I said, you know, she's, I think she's quite talented. She's gotten a lot better on the mic. And they just and don't. She, legit, she legitimately, legitimately hit the tie in the face yesterday and knocked out a two. And she, uh, well, I'll definitely look, look forward to that part of the match. Um, But it's that and Natalia, I mean. Natalia has been in the WWE probably longer than any any other female on the roster. She's only oh, yeah. she's only been yeah. champion what one yeah, time. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know how long. Maybe maybe Tamina might be close, but other than that, I mean. I mean, they made her champion what once. Natalia. I, I think so. And it's just that. I think the WWE women's wrestling has fallen just a bit since they had the women's evolution. I don't think they're solely behind it like they were for the evolution. Because it doesn't look like they're doing, to me, it doesn't look like they're doing an awful lot to build these lady wrestlers up, to give them. Huge storylines, other than Sasha and Bailey, and you know the way Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler go at it. But 
I just don't think that they're doing anything to build huge storylines with these women. Okay. So I'm going to pose a question to you. And what was one of the main reasons the Red Sox weren't that good of a team this year? Well, they traded Mookie Betts. They had no pitching. With what, 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 why didn't they have pitching? Uh, Chris Sale. Because they're two. Their two top pitchers didn't pitch at all this year. They traded away their third top pitcher. Right now, the WWE Women's Division is working without Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Okay. That's, that's my example as to why a little bit of interest has been lost. On the upside, it's given people like Nikki Cross... Oscar, you know, it's giving people that were in that lower echelon that really didn't get much attention, you've been able to put them forward and help them um, prosper. Lana, for you know, example. I mean, there are people that they've, yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's people that they've tried pushing that just for whatever reason can't get it from the fans. Naomi, perfect example. I don't think there's anything in the ring that she can't do that others do. But for whatever reason, she can't get the crowd to latch onto her. Yeah. Whose fault is that? Is that her fault or is that WWE's fault? WWE's given her every chick. She's reinvented herself twice. And there's just things that aren't catching on for some reason. I think she should become the first member first female member of the Hurt Business. Okay, that'd be something That'd be something to, to see. That'd be something for the WWE to maybe want to explore. Because I don't know when, if maybe she has ever been a heel in the WWE. I'm not sure. Uh, no, because when she was part of the Funkadactyl, she was with Brodus Clay. And he was... Uh, he was a, a fan uh, a fan favorite back then, and she was part of the Funkadactyls with. Uh... Yeah, but that she wasn't really wrestling. I mean, when she became right, well, once again, that was one of the personas that failed. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think she's ever been a heel. Yeah, I don't think she's ever truly been a heel. Right. So why not make her the first female wrestler of her business? Yep, that would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting to see. Definitely be interesting for the WWE to explore that aspect. So, so as we as we sit here right now, there's still only three matches for Hell in a Cell, correct? Yes. Okay. And I every time I see something on Monday Night Raw, that little nugster voice in my head goes. When you get beat up on TV and you look bad on TV, you win on the pay-per-views. For some, but it's typically it's typically the go-home show for the pay-per-view. Right, but it just seems like Drew McIntyre is kicking the bejesus out of Randy Orton every week. No, last week Randy Orton pinned Drew McIntyre because he gave him an RKO in a six-man tag match. Okay, I didn't see that. And uh, so 
I think right now that match could go either way. I might not pick that. I might not pick the winner of that match until my turn comes around to pick that match. Because, I mean, does the WWE want to make Randy Orton a 14-time champion again, or do they, or they just want to run with Drew McIntyre and see if he can still hold on to the ball? I don't think he's doing that bad of a job as champion. No, I don't either. Um, but I'll pose this question to you. Once again, typically, the last several years when they've had the split rosters, it's been Raw versus SmackDown. Last year they threw NXT into the into the fray, but it's been Raw versus SmackDown, champion versus champions. Um, each of them has their five on five or four on four, you know, their four man five man teams for a traditional Survivor Series match. Yep. You're you're booking um, Survivor Series. What do you want your main event to be? Do you want it to be Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns? Or would you want it to be Randy Orton, Roman Reigns? Because I think we both agree that, that Jey Uso is not beating Roman Reigns. Oh, obviously. But, only, I don't think Roman Reigns is going to even come close to losing, losing his titles if and when they do it. Uh, it wouldn't be until WrestleMania. That right. would be something that's a WrestleMania match. Yep. But as far as those two names you just mentioned, I think it would be exciting to see both of those matches. I would love to see Randy Orton against Roman Reigns. Okay. But I would also like to see Drew McIntyre against Roman Reigns. The, the aspect of that is Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, the power factor. They're both hugely powerful men. Randy Orton's got it up here. Randy Orton can outsmart most wrestlers, and he can drop an RKO on you at the drop of a hat. So I can definitely get behind seeing both of those matches. Okay. That wasn't the question, but... Oh, no, but I'm saying I would... I would I, well, you'd say, well, would you rather see Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, or would you rather see... Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. I'd rather see right. either one. I wouldn't mind seeing either one. You can't have both. Well, if I, can't, if I can't have both, then I would probably... I would probably say McIntyre Reigns. I agree. I agree. Because I think if and when... Drew McIntyre loses his title. I fear that, especially without there being crowds, I fear him, I'm not going to say dropping like a rock, but, you know, like one of those helium balloons that starts to lose its helium and just floats down slowly. Mm -hmm. I just, I got a scary feeling that that, that, could happen to Drew McIntyre if he loses his if he loses that title. Um, that's why I would I, I would love to still leave him as champion. And I think a Drew McIntyre Roman Reigns main event at Survivor Series um, would be great. 
Okay, let me pose this question to you. Can you get behind Braun Strowman, Keith Lee? For what? Not for Survivor Series, just in general? Well, it, uh, as a pay-per-view match. Not yet. I mean, I think that's one of those feuds that they're that they're going to build. Um, maybe we see that at uh, what is it TLC at the end of the year in yeah. December. Maybe we see you know you know a match like that. But once again, I mean, I don't know if they can build that up quickly enough to do a match between the two of them at Hell in a Cell. Um, I mean, there's going to be one Monday Night Raw. Um, that they're going to be, I just, I think it's too quick. Um, and once again, what Survivor Series typically being a raw versus, you know, brand versus brand pay-per-view, mm -hmm. I don't think you'd see it then because they're both now on the same brand. Yep. Um, so maybe it's a slow, long build to TLC. How, how long before The Fiend gets a shot at Drew McIntyre? Which I think would be an interesting match to see. WrestleMania? Okay. And that will be for Drew's title? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, once again, it, it's... It, I mean, I love Survivor Series, but once again... It's usually, unless they do something different, it's usually champion versus champion. Um, or brand versus brand. So, the early, and I don't, I don't know. I, I, Who was it last year, champion versus champion? Um, I know Adam, who was it? Adam Cole. Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. All right. It was the triple, it was the triple threat, right? Championship that um, then they had a champions triple threat tag match between the Viking Raiders, the New Day, and the Undisputed Era. Then they had the five on five women's Survivor Series triple threat elimination match. Um, Team NXT um, had Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, Lo, uh, Io Shirai, and Tony Storm. Um, as they defeated the Raw team of Charlotte, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, and Sarah Logan, and then Team SmackDown, which had um, Sasha, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, Carmella, and Nikki Cross. Then they had what they called just a champion's triple threat match, which was the Intercontinental Champion Nakamura versus the United States Champion AJ Styles versus the NXT North American Champion Roderick Strong, and Roderick Strong won. Then they had a singles match for the NXT title. That was Adam Cole and Pete Dunne 
Um, now, then they did have a singles match for the Universal title. It was the Fiend defeating Daniel Bryan. And then they had the five-on-five Men's Survivor Series triple threat match. Um, SmackDown had Reigns, Strowman, Corbin, Ali, and Shorty G. Uh, Raw, which I think we both agreed at the time was the better team of all of the three. Um, Rollins, McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Orton, and Ricochet. And then NXT had Tommaso Ciampa, Damian Priest, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Walter. And then at a no-holds-barred match for the WWE Championship, I forgot about this one, between Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio. And then the main event was the Champions Triple Threat match where it was Shayna Baszler um, beating the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch and Bayley, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Okay, yep. So, I, I mean, I was wrong, so they did have a couple... Yeah, because that, you know, that was the pay-per-view then. That was the pay-per-view that NXT dominated. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So NXT is not going to be invited to this year's Survivor Series, or? I don't know. Oh. I mean, we haven't got we haven't even gotten through um, Hell in a Cell. I mean. Right. They haven't they haven't even started talking about Survivor Series. Right. So hopefully, and survivors. All, all, all it will take, all it will take, is the Monday night or SmackDown after um, Hell in a Cell to have an NXT invasion um, to determine <laughs> as to whether or not NXT will be involved in Survivor right. Series or not. Right. Exactly. So, so in in closing tonight, what did? Um, what did you take? What did you take from the draft? I mean, we already know that the WWE did a far better job than last year's draft. Um, well, I think the way they did the draft was better. Not that the results were were any better or worse than last year. Right. Um, but I think the way that they they did the actual draft was definitely better. Were there any Were there any wrestlers you? Were surprised stayed on the brand that they were on before? Yeah, anyone said I got wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I kind, um, I kind of wanted to see Randy Orton go to SmackDown. I no, because he's in the middle of a, well, maybe the latter part of a feud with Drew McIntyre. I don't, I, I just that would have been like moving Bailey. To Monday Night Raw, you know, it just it doesn't it, it wouldn't make sense to me. Okay, you know, to to move from another brand and have him in this big huge match. Okay, so when you mention those other wrestlers that were under contract and still on the roster, one of the names you mentioned was Andrade. I take it he didn't get drafted. Nope, neither Andrade and there was there are two people that are still haven't been. Placed on a brand, Andrade and my mind just went blank on the other, Mickey James. Okay. Those are two that were in the pools, eligible to be drafted or signed to a brand that have not gone anywhere yet. So, do you think that this might be the end of Andrade in the WWE, or will he just show up on either brand? 
Andrade to me should they should rename him Rusev 2.0. Okay. If you look at if you look at what they're doing with Andre Andrade, it's very very similar to what they did with Rusev. Um, and I don't I don't know that there truly is as much of a language barrier with Andrade as he portrays it off to be, or is that just his character? But I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, that's why they had him aligned with Selena Vega. Um, are they still aligned? Well, you don't know. Um, you know, after Garza beat him, she did go into the ring last night um, to just kind of check on him. And that's when the whole Fiend and Alexa Bliss thing, you know, happened. Um, so maybe, you know, depending on where he ends up. I mean, if he ends up on SmackDown, then obviously, you know, right. that, that would work. But if he stays on Raw, then what are you going to do? Right. You know? Now, um, is there a possibility we could see a mixed tag team match? Andrade, Selena right. Vega? I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> we're going to go Andrade and Charlotte versus no, Andrade, uh, Alistair Black and Selena Vega. Andrade, Selena Vega, The Fiend, Alexa Bliss. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't think they're going to do much with Alistair Black and Selena Vega. No, I don't think so either. But I'm just saying, I thought that's where you're going to go with that. Andrade and Charlotte versus nope. Alistair Black and Selena Vega. Um, but once again, if Andrade ends up on SmackDown, maybe he does get, you know, or stays aligned with Selena Vega. Um, but I think they want to want to have her focus more on being an in-ring competitor than a, a manager slash valet. Okay. All right. Well, maybe Andrade, go, maybe huh? Andrade goes back to NXT. Yeah, that's you a possibility. Know. Finn Balor did. Yep. Okay, so that was the that was our our draft recap. I mean, it like we said, you know, it. I thought it went well. There was a couple of surprise picks for me. There was a couple of ones I expected, and um, we're going to see how the new matchups are going to work out in the upcoming weeks and the upcoming pay per views. You know, maybe some of the new matches will make it a little easier for. Trivia to start winning some more prediction shows, but uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I just want—I I don't know if there's—I mean, without you seeing the full rosters in front of you, um, maybe this is a question that I'll pose to you this Sunday. Give you a little time um, to do a little research. Okay. Um, so during Nuggies News this coming Sunday, um, I'm going to pose a question to you: Is seeing how the rosters have now formed. I need you to pick a feud, a new feud, from Raw roster and the SmackDown roster. Okay. So I'm giving you homework. All right. I'll definitely, I'll definitely have that ready to go for Sunday, and we'll do that right after Nuggies News. Well, no, it'll be All part right. of Nuggies I'm News. Part of Nuggies News. Okay. So we'll do that as part of Nuggies News. I will go over the rosters. We'll make that's how I'll end Nuggies News. I'll give you my opinion and then ask you for yours. Okay. Pick a feud from pick a, a a feud from Raw, a new feud from Raw, and a new feud from SmackDown. 
whether if, it, if you can't decide, okay, you know what? I can't decide whether I want this one or I want this one. Go for both. Whether it's men, no, women, no. or tag team. Yeah. Okay. No problem. We'll, we'll have that. We'll have it ready to go for Sunday. And on that note, okay. we're going to close up tonight this edition of the Top Rope Report. Milkster, I want to thank you once again for joining us. As usual, you're the one that makes the show what it is. And I'm, I try. And on behalf of the Nokster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia saying, stay tuned this Sunday. Time to be determined for another live edition of the Top Rope Report. Have a good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.